Welcome to Blind Love Radio. I'm your host, Anna Rosen. Enjoy these heartfelt conversations having to do with creativity, transformation, and the divine. Welcome back to Blind Love Radio. How are you guys doing? How is everything? How is Pisces season? Pisces season for me has been a little bit of a bitch, but water signs. It's my love-hate relationship with them. Um, it's all love, but sometimes it's a little bit of a tough love. Um, but I feel like the water has so many gifts also. I feel like my creativity is super heightened. I'm making all of this cool shit. If you've been following my Instagram on Blind Love Tarot, you would have seen my freaky candles idea where I decoupaged old cutouts of Playboys and made it into this (laughs) silly like fun candle that was like it was inspired by just everybody likes to light a candle when they get it on um so they're freaky candles it's the candle you light when you want to do it i love it it is so funny i thought of it in yoga nidra and the the idea just kind of like unfolded and now i've kind of moved on to collaging um kitchenware items like a cake stand and a vase and i've also been making just a lot of candles um and i just really feel connected to that neptune energy of like just surrendering to the wave Um, I feel like it's brought challenges also, but I think it feels like coming out from the other side, um, richer. Shit, I should silence my phone. Sorry. Um, yeah, so how has it been for you? Um, listener, tell me. Um, the full moon was this morning and I pulled the moon card from my tarot deck. I didn't know it, but it was the exact moment of the full moon. Um, I later found out and so that was kind of freaky and cool. And my moon is in Pisces, so I just feel very connected, but also very... Um, I'm just exhausted too. Um, I don't know if it's just because I've been like manically creating or what, but I don't know. And I think because Neptune is conjunct my sun and that's like one of the biggest influences in my chart and that's part of Neptune's part of my trine and, um, I feel like shit's just happening. I'm thinking back to last year during Pisces season, and this is when I created my first um, art collection, Blind Love. It was just called Blind Love, and that was the collection. I drew a series of portraits of um, 
people I felt a spiritual connection with and these certain archetypes were so beautiful and it just felt like a love that I felt and didn't see necessarily um that very like Pisces third eye like everybody had third eyes in the part uh in the portraits and it's really cool to see how um blind love is now expanded into a podcast and um a tarot offering and the letters offering and you know it's just been like this explosion of creativity um not really an explosion more like a flood like I feel like the faucet's just on and there's no turning it off so um I was struggling with feeling like I was drowning a little bit in it for a while and my acupuncturist um invited me to look at it as if Going to the bottom of the ocean and feeling like undisturbed by the waves, like when you're really completely in the moment, um, I think you can really like drop in and kind of go beneath the ebbs and flows. So that's something I've been thinking about. And another thing I heard from Eckhart Tolle was he he kept referring to the moment as living in the vertical instead of living in the horizontal of time. Like thinking, um, thinking about the past, thinking about the future would be on this like horizontal uh, line, linear line. And then when we can come to the vertical which would be the present moment like that is where all this magic is happening and I've like I just loved that and I've been thinking about that and it it just feels very feels like a very Pisces thing to be able to come into the present connect with the divine Pisces is all about spirituality and really like it feels like you can like tear this seam open and there's this whole other world um this world between worlds almost uh I don't know if I'm losing you I feel like I'm talking very Pisces that happens every once in a while just comes out like a jumble but you can just flow with it right (laughs) so I'm going to now put out this interview with Isabella. Isabella is so sweet. She is my buddy at Thrive. She is my yoga teacher, one of the one of my yoga teachers. Um such a sweet girl and is so insightful. And we have a lot of fun talking about boundaries today, which I feel like is really appropriate with Pisces season. I know you're going to love this episode with Isabella. You can connect with her on Instagram at Bella Does Yoga. Or if you're in the area, you can check her out teaching classes at Thrive in Rockville. 
and you guys are gonna love it leo so enjoy um i will see you on the other side bye love ya Welcome to Blind Love Radio. I'm here today with Isabella. Do you go by Isabella and Isabella? Uh, usually, if I were to go by nickname, it would be Bella. Okay. Yeah, but a lot of people call me Isabella just because they don't feel like adding the last two letters <laughs> to my name or they forget. Okay, cool. So why don't you introduce yourself? All right. Um, my name is Isabella. I am currently a yoga teacher, and I've started getting into tarot, and I just love all kinds of energy work, which I kind of consider tarot to also be in that realm. Anything else I should say about myself? Um, you are a yoga teacher at Thrive Yoga. Oh yeah, I did say that, but oh, I did okay. Thrive Yoga. <laughs> Thrive Yoga. <laughs> Hundred hour, right? Yeah. Did you say that too? No, okay. I'm almost done with the three hundred hour training here, and I completed oh my, my two hundred hour. I think about two years ago. So what have you learned from your three hundred? So the biggest thing that I've tapped into is the energy work. Mm-hmm. Um, we did Reiki training in the three hundred hour, and that really changed my view on what a lot of common things that I already knew really mean. Like when somebody says, feel the energy in the room, or this, you know, it's just kind of the vibe of something. It sounds almost like a cliche or just something that everybody says, but even the really simple terms that people use mean a lot once you are in that field and start to really notice and tune in to the energy around you. You can learn a lot, and a lot of things don't have words for them and that was really cool for me to experience firsthand Mm -hmm. like another language it was it feels like a sixth sense to have Mm -hmm. just being able to like read it and feel it definitely so you just started reading tarot because i'm a weirdo and i got you into (laughs) it and i love it you got me very obsessed with it. Yes, yeah, so it's a like, double-edged sword now because I keep asking you so many questions. About I love it. All the time. it. So like, you've maybe been pulling cards for what do we say? Maybe like a month or two or a couple months, maybe. I just bought my cards after your workshop. So maybe just a few weeks. Wow. But okay. I did start. I had my first reading that I felt like made a difference to me with you. Maybe, like, a few months ago. Wow. Other than that, I've just had people kind of pull them for fun and Uh probably more of, like, what I do myself, where Uh it wasn't as integrated as it is when you do it for me, so it really made a difference to have you there helping me with it. Cool. So what have you, what cards have you been pulling? I pull a lot of cups. Yeah, definitely. I can totally see that. Oh my god, really? What, what are the cups? I remember I pulled Knight of Cups for you with both tarot letters that I did for you. Didn't yeah, I? I'm the cup queen. Yeah, well, like I air and water. I, I pulled Knight of Cups today also in my spread. 
Really? So what is the cup suit? So I know the words you taught are, me are transformation. Yes, transformation, like thoughts, clarity. Um, the cups are all about intuition, that watery energy. So like the unknown, your subconscious, um, really the way you feel, like feeling energy. Um, like it's in like thinking about the knight of cups i feel like it's almost like a little bit tricky like water is in air too right but just like sometimes we can't see it um but it's like we're breathing it in all the time it's everywhere right um so i think there's like an element of that like something that you need to navigate that is not always so structured as like an earth energy it's like it shares components because I'd say they're both like earthy type energies if you look at it like like a kapha is like water and earth but I feel like water is more has the ability to take on multiple forms yeah which is I kind of water cool. is a big part of the reason why the earth itself is malleable anyways totally yeah, yeah. And it's, it gives life to things, too, which is really amazing. So you're a Virgo. Yes. And you have an Aries moon? Yes, I do. And what's your rising? A Virgo. Oh, Virgo rising. Yeah, so I think that the Virgo rising kind of pulls me the most into Virgo because I'm right at the cusp of Virgo and Leo. Uh-huh. And, like, you can probably see that I'm not, like, what, like I don't seem like I'm 100% Virgo. So I think... Which nobody's 100% anything, but I think the rising and the moon make a big difference. Well, it's interesting that, like, earth and fire are your biggest elements, and then you keep pulling these water elements to kind of, like, balance out, Yeah. which is really neat. And then also, um, also, I, I, like, completely lost my train of thought. I don't know. <laughs> like, just, right. like, having the balance. So you're, like, naturally drawing, um, oh, yeah, the air and water. So, like, the Knight of Cups is air and water, which is exactly what elements you're lacking in your chart, or predominantly. Yeah. Know? That's cool. Yeah. How do you see, like, do you notice that as you've been, like, paying more attention to energy, do you notice that, like, do you notice how, like, energy balances itself out? Yeah. Um, I do notice that, and I also think that it's interesting to see how the energy around it affects it, right? So, like, even in Reiki, you'll notice, which is just my experience with it, but I will notice the energy from certain chakras, like, pulling into the others so you know sometimes like there's a lot of energy from one place maybe let's say the heart and it's pulling into the solar plexus or it wants to rise up into your top chakras right the heart's right in the middle so that one a lot of times kind of has its own center the other chakras are connected to each other right so like your first is connected to your seventh and whatever else but the heart's alone so I see I feel like the heart a lot pulls energy and sometimes it's like too much energy is trying to move into a different space or sometimes it's trying to send energy into a space that's kind of lacking right Mm -hmm. so that's what I notice a lot with energy is like it's kind of 
a game of deciding if you need more energy in a space or if the energy that's coming at you is too much and like you don't want it. Mm-hmm. So it can be the same amount of energy that is beneficial or not, depending mm-hmm. on how you're feeling or a different part of you is feeling. And yeah. it's also about the transition. So sometimes like you're meant to be low energy mm-hmm. in a certain part of your life and yeah. learn seasons, from that. like moving through seasons. And I feel like thinking about the tarot also corresponding the suit with different seasons and like naturally how we can be working with certain energies more. So I feel like we're working a lot with the swords energy in the air or in Aquarius, but it's also that watery, like Aquarius is the water bearer, the water water mover. So it's this idea that like, it's perfect that we're talking about the Knight of Cups. It's like another, I feel like another form of Aquarius, like moving these, moving energy around and sometimes I feel like it can feel really hard to move energy around especially when it feels like really thick like some of those really thick like watery kapha Mm -hmm. like so intense emotions that it's like hard to like send them to other centers and become like too complacent I guess in your routine and it kind of like builds Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like yoga really helps with. That definitely, definitely helps, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just community, having people around you really helps. Yeah. Like, people that you trust so that you know when they're pushing you to do something mm-hmm. that maybe you don't feel like doing right now, it's for your highest good, and that will maybe encourage you to try it. Like, that one yeah. friend that's like, look, I know you don't want to get out of bed, but, like, you have to, and versus you thinking like okay this person just wants me to go out with them they're bored you're like okay I know that they know that I need this like there's someone that I care about and I trust and like that might encourage you or maybe you'll be like not today (laughs) but yeah that always helps well it's like it's maybe not like the things in the moment but it's like patterns that like it's like um what's the word when something just like snowballs and it gets like really dense too like you start doing something for like too long habit yeah and it's just like time to change it yeah I think doing anything one way for too long isn't good which is also another paradox which I find that everything is right Mm -hmm. that having a good habit is really healthy for you but anything that's too deep of a habit becomes dogmatic yeah and it Mm -hmm. just kind of makes you close-minded no matter how society views your viewpoints or how like quote-unquote open-minded they are if you're stuck to them then you're closed off yeah definitely if you're not you know fluid and moving through different seasons like you said Mm -hmm. then you're missing out on you know your own energy and fluidity yeah Yeah. Uh fluidity yeah, yeah, I don't know another true. word for that. That makes it, like, thinking about the Knight of Cups being able to, like, move through, like, muck. Yeah. Too, like, gracefully. Yeah. It's really nice. I think the first step is kind of accepting who you are. That's always the Totally. Hardest. Yeah. Yes. 
Because I think if you are, you feel a little bit stuck, and it could be with anything, maybe you're just uninspired or whatever, and then you feel shitty about the fact that you feel shitty, and then Mm -hmm. you're not moving anywhere. Yeah, you're just, like, almost moving backwards at that point, because it's like you're not doing anything to help yourself at that point, instead of just, like, feeling the feelings. Yeah, exactly. And being like, okay, I like I honor where I am. Yeah, I feel like that's a big water element, like being able to like clearly look at your reflection and see like what's going on. I mean, I guess that shares it with the swords, also being able to have that clarity. Because mm-hmm. without the clarity, like how do you, you can't really move with the ease and grace if you don't have that clarity. I feel like that comes along yeah. with. Which I think also is totally what Aquarius is about. Like, this idea of, like, clarity and, like, the lightning of inspiration. And, like, Aquarius is all about, like, the starry sky. Whereas Leo is, like, the sun that illuminates the sky. I just heard that on a podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> so I love that. that. Jeff Hinshaw. Yeah. Shout out. It's, like, the kind of, like, the fun in the shadows. Like, mm-hmm the plus side of all the transformation Uh and yeah I have found recently that it's so hard to have to change and to feel kind of stuck or to have be in that period of as you'd say like contraction but it's much more enjoyable for me now than it used to be before yeah it's much different because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm crying. That's awesome. Like, something's moving. <laughs> yeah. Versus a few years ago, I'd be like, I'm crying. I'm miserable all the time. I'm always uh-huh. going to be miserable. Here uh-huh. I am again. Yeah. Be you miserable. Like in it. Yeah. Totally. And I, th- I was thinking about, like, this idea of going to the bottom of the ocean and, like, everything's calm there and you're going, like, beneath the waves. And it, it's... Just hearing you say that, it makes me think about the perspective shift, and you don't always need to be, like, above it, but maybe you can, like, really sink into it and get really deep into it, and then that's a different perspective, like, looking above, like, under it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. really getting it. Like, you don't always have to, like, detach yourself as a way to, like, cope with what's going on. Yeah, that makes me think of just the idea of forcing Versus, like, flowing with it, right? Because if you're just sinking to the bottom of the ocean and you're helpless and you don't want to be there, Mm -hmm. but if you're like, okay, I have to go there, let me put on my wetsuit and, like, get ready (laughs) and just make it an experience, right? It's like like scuba diving versus drowning. Yeah. (laughs) You get to choose. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah, scuba diving versus drowning. Yeah, it's like they're really the same thing, but one of them is like I'm here for this change of perspective, and the other one's like I kind of was forced upon it. And Mm -hmm. I think what has also made a difference in that concept for me is knowing that I chose this somehow and not in a way where I'm like, oh, okay, like I chose to feel bad, like I chose this path, but more of like, I just imagine my soul like up in the clouds and just being like, well, I think this is what I want to learn. And like, mm, that doesn't look so hard. Like that looks pretty fun. Like, you know, when you take on a new challenge or you learn a new workout or you do something that like, you know, is going to be hard, but you also want to learn it and kind of like tarot where I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but I really like 
I'm willing to go through that and figure it out because it's gonna be fun in the end, even though I'm like sitting here Googling things like for hours trying to figure it out. But yeah, that's kind of how I feel about that too. I'm like, okay, I chose to learn the lessons that I'm learning on a deep level. So that makes it feel less like drowning when I'm going through something that doesn't feel so pleasant. Yeah, what are some things you feel like you're learning? Um, I, I feel like I'm just kind of clearing out and taking an inventory of everything. I was even thinking about that today, like I really need to sit and write down because I feel like I'm holding on to a lot of things that I didn't even notice I'm carrying around. I feel like that's perfect, like really? Nine of Cups too. Like this oh idea God, really? of like clearing out what's not serving us anymore. Yeah. Because it's like when we're holding on to what doesn't work, it's like then we can't flow. Yeah. Right? And there's this element about water that like purifies mm-hmm. and like allows something new to come about. Yeah. Which is really That's cool. interesting that I'm pulling so many cups because that was my intention for the new year. I just did, like I sat and meditated and I was at the beach, more water. Uh-huh. And that's what came up for me was just like, you have a lot to just release. And it's honestly a lot of little things that just pile up. And then it's like, oh, I don't even know what I'm carrying around anymore. Yeah, I need a Marie Kondo, my subconscious. That's how I feel. I was going to say that, but I was like, how many pop references can I make in one hour? I feel like I'm like, doesn't spark joy. No, no, no. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I felt like that, honestly, like for a while, but I just haven't really been able to put my finger onto what it really is that is making me feel kind of like too heavy and like there's too many things going on and it's... So I was just talking about this, my dosha, uh-huh. which I never really have known what it was because yeah, compared what are, to what you're a pitta? So today, I don't know, <laughs> but today we did, some people were feeling my pulse and we came up with vata kapha today, mm-hmm. but I've been different throughout my life and I'm not sure if it's been like certain imbalances or just my memory of it or whatever but thinking of it from like a vata kapha perspective that makes sense to who i am as a person that like there's either this like really earthy like grounded heaviness or this fun flighty air and sometimes it's hard to merge that and find an in-between and that in-between only comes out when one of each side is kind of shot out of the park like so i'll either like do way too many things and then I'll be drained or I won't like I'll be so tired that I don't do enough and I'll just have like this fatigue or something it's like either or and I think that fire element is really helpful for me to kind of like tie it all together yeah and it's like your emotional center too because it's tied in with like your Aries moon so Mm -hmm. the moon is like a very watery element in itself so this idea of like the fire and the water meeting and creating this like magical thing because like fire and water together you can't have them both without some sort of magic yeah um and then i pulled the queen of wands for what we should talk about so that's all about like that her elements are fire and water 
And so she is like the witch of the tarot, and she is. I love witch vibes. Yes, and like having this like amazing intuition about her, and really trusting those instincts. Um, so how do you feel like all of your? What do you feel like your relationship is with your intuition? Um, I think that it's always been very like strong for me and. It's very actually linked to my physical body. Which mm, that Virgo, is, probably. Yeah, which is like sometimes can be confusing because I'll feel something in my body before I mentally register it. And I think that sometimes will cause me to overthink because I'm like, why am I feeling this way? I need to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like that sixth sense of there's not really a way to put it in my head. It's like I feel it in my soul and then in my body. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I think that's how I feel energy the most. Mm-hmm. Where does it, like, sit for you? Do you, like, feel it in, like, your gut or, like, your heart? It depends. I think mm-hmm. I feel definitely a lot in my gut and heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's also where, like, I will have issues if I do have, like, some, like, a strong intuitive feeling or just took on too much energy or I'm depleted or anything energetic I definitely feel a lot in my stomach to the point where like I used to be sick to my stomach a lot or so that's kind of a signal for me like okay what am I picking up on energetically mm-hmm. it shows up a lot yeah, just like so physically what's coming in right now yeah and for some people their intuition shows up as like visions and thoughts and mm-hmm. whatever else and for me it really I just feel it in my body and I can just kind of like sometimes I stop and I just tune into where I feel the sensation and I try to focus there to see if maybe I can like release some of it into my conscious mind because I'm like what what's going on yeah totally and I feel like it takes time too like honoring like when you feel something and then allowing yourself to like have the time to process what it is Mm -hmm. um instead of being like so hard on your hard on yourself like oh my god, like, so, like, I picked up some sort of energy, and I feel weird, and, like, I can't get it off, but, like, just, like, okay, I'm gonna go take a bath, and, like, see if this will help me process it, like, I've tried to, like, not be so hard on myself mm-hmm. with that, especially because, like, learning that we pick up energy, and, like, not all of it is ours, too, yeah, I don't know, I really resonate with that, yeah, I think so, too, I mean, I also think that you're very much in control of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we just open ourselves up to pick something up without noticing that we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So I think once you're aware, it's not like energy can come for you without you letting it. But I think it's that allowing that you're doing without noticing. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Close me up. No. <laughs> well, it's all about boundaries. Right. But the thing about uh, boundaries, tarot is like my bound like helps me with boundaries so much. Really, I feel like because I'm so watery, I have a hard time. I mean, I do have like some good earth energy in there, but like, I feel like the swords is a lot about boundaries, and I don't have too much air. Um, 
So I feel like being able to have like a visual of Tara being like, hey, like pay attention here. Like, how are you really feeling? Take some time to think about it. That's it. It's just like that paying attention. Yes. Pay you're not, attention. yeah. That's totally. where you'll learn everything. It's just mm-hmm. being aware and sometimes not even acting on it, but just yeah. taking the little lessons. Mm-hmm. Well, I recently had a little lesson about boundaries. Tell me. So this year, the past month, I have noticed a lot of random people, like, like far stepping in my space. But as somebody who's very, like, chill, it doesn't really bother me. I'm like, okay, this person yelled at me. Like, I was on a bus going somewhere, and they yelled at me. And they were like, you need to get off the phone. And I honestly had picked up for one second. And I was on, like, a long trip. So I just wanted to pick up and tell somebody that I was coming and I was safe and whatever else. And people were having, like, multiple conversations. But the second I picked up the phone, she's like, you need to hang up. And I'm like, okay, you have no right to talk to me like that. But really, I don't care because it's none of your business. So I just was like, okay, hold on. Like, I didn't say, you may not speak to me like that. Or I didn't say, like, I didn't say anything that defended my space because I thought that I was wrong for being on the phone as well. So I find that a lot that I feel like somebody was disrespectful to me, but I don't know if what I did was right. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna let them. But that's also not fair, right? Because she didn't have to be so rude. I she feel didn't like have that to comes with experience too. That one's hard, but that happened to me like over and over and over again. Especially in DC, where people are so assertive, and mm-hmm. like, I feel like a lot of times we try and like counterbalance it by being super passive to try and like negate that like manic energy around yeah. us but like, I'm like I can be that passive like it's easy for me but do I right. want to be is that really serving me yeah yeah and I think it mm-hmm. it really bothered me which I'm surprised at because usually stuff like that I don't hold on to and then a few other things that were really similar happened again like people just on the street or while I'm driving telling me like that I should or shouldn't be doing something or like asking me to not be in their space in a really rude way and me feeling like I couldn't really ask them the same thing politely so I just said nothing Mm -hmm. so then I was on this whole like boundary lesson where I was like I didn't ask for this lesson but clearly it keeps coming up in these really dumb ways and like (laughs) I'm not I'm like I don't want to yell at strangers on the street but maybe this is a lesson for a different part of my life where I like can notice and then anyways I was on this whole boundary kick And I failed to realize that boundaries work in another way as well, where it's like you can also push your boundaries and break them and move through and out of certain things because you're always focused on building so many walls and, like, who's allowed in and what's allowed in and what energy and, like, where can I have the courage to break through that and not be afraid to be open. Okay, so I pulled the Okay, tell me. I pulled the Two of Swords this morning, and I pulled the Tower right next to it as, like, a double thing, and I feel like it was right under maybe the Knight of Cups, and it was, like, and I didn't get it until right now. It's, like, we can either build boundaries or we can take them down. It's, like, what's really serving us in a... Like, that idea of the Knight of Cups and, like, really being present in the moment and, like, looking at every opportunity and, like, really asking, like, does this serve me 
And like just allowing the time to figure it out. Yeah, the time. Yeah. The time yes. and then also Always like that. honoring yourself and being like, I'm worth whatever it is. Like I'm worth the highest and best. Yeah. Cause it's like I feel like and so I love many, myself enough to yeah. figure it out and mm-hmm. be patient. And then like learning from past mistakes, not necessarily mistakes, but like if you didn't feel good about something and then it's like okay so I know in next time in order to like take care of myself then I need to do xyz so like you just you know are able to be even in more like alignment and in you know a sort of control like we don't really control anything really but like our response yeah your like, toolbox yeah totally yeah, with every experience you have, and then mm-hmm. it changes more when you learn something from that experience, right? Because if you just yeah. have a bad experience, then the next time you'll just be triggered again, mm-hmm. and it'll pile on top of that last time, and then you turn into, like, that sticky, earthy mess where you yeah. can't move through it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. That's the water part of it, I guess, yeah. is finding your lesson and then using that to help you break down whatever's holding you back yeah like what are you gonna what are you gonna see in the water because we could probably see multiple things right there's like a bunch of different fishes that we could like pay attention to Mm -hmm. but like you know if we pick out just like that idea where where our attention goes our energy flows yeah. So, like, picking out what we want to pay attention to. I really love that with, like, setting an intention and then you see things throughout the day that, like, mm-hmm. um, align with that. It's, like, so amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I was just thinking about that today because we've been doing, like, some Tibetan heart yoga. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the first things I got into when I got into yoga was, not one of, it was pretty close to the beginning. I read a book. Um, how yoga works and it's all about Tibetan heart yoga which is a little bit different than the yoga that I practice and teach right now um, because it's focused all on like compassion and love for others and on planting the seeds of what you will see so one of the concepts is like that I was reading about one day in an article was the difference between someone who goes to yoga class and feels like so aligned and connected to their spirit and great and then someone that goes and is like oh my body's sore like my neck kind of hurts now like it didn't have the same effect so oftentimes we're like oh it's probably because that teacher is not great for me or like i didn't feel good today or whatever but really it's all about your seeds which is your intention Right, so the seeds are said to be something that you plant way ahead of time each time that you're compassionate. It's almost like karma, basically. And then that colors the lens of the world that you're seeing. I love that. Yeah, I love that too, because it's really like, that's why your intention is so powerful in a class, because you get to choose what you're seeing. And it makes a big difference when you do it daily versus just in a moment, right? It almost like colors the water. Yeah. Mm, I love that. That's such a cool idea. And then whatever you like place on that water reflects back to you. Because you're exactly that's exactly it. it. That's such a good analogy. The concept is whatever seeds you plant are what you will see. So Uh it's basically one example from the book is like 
somebody's writing with a pen in like old school Tibet, like is the setting, and it's a pen made of bamboo, and he's writing with it and whatever, and then like a cow comes by and eats it. And that was like the big example of perspective, which is like, yeah, to you this is a pen that you need to do your work, like you're so attached to the fact that it's a pen, but to that cow, it's just a snack. It's bamboo. Right. And it so, doesn't, neither is right or wrong. Yeah. Nothing is anything other than your perception of it. Mm-hmm. I love that. It gives you so much power. It does. It's not control. It's power. Yeah. Right? Or like controlling your power. I think it feels like freedom to me. It just feels so freeing to know that if I sit and choose to have compassion for somebody else and I choose in every moment to honestly do something that's not selfish at all but also in a way selfish because I know that I'll view the world better if I'm nice to you versus if I'm rude to you then someone's gonna be rude to me like in a few minutes like 15 minutes or you just feel bad about being rude to that person and then you're like day is gonna be shot especially when you start like really thinking and paying attention and thinking about your actions and then you're like shit I shouldn't have said that and then it's like yeah (laughs) I'll just be thinking about it all day well then you suffer like three times right because you have that bad interaction (laughs) then you're thinking about it then your seed that you planted is going to come back eventually yeah and then I'm just not being nice to myself too because then I'm just like beating myself up and then you get into this spiral and then you know but we could change it in any moment. Yeah. And just learn to not do that shit anymore. Exactly. Well, I think it spirals Mm -hmm. in a good way. Like once you do it a little bit, you're being nice and compassionate and you're doing it for the right reasons because you want to live in a world that reciprocates that to you and you can live in like sunshine rainbows most of the time if that's what your intention is and what you're committed to creating. And then it's just going to snowball and get bigger and bigger. And it's going to be easier for you to be nice and kind and still have your boundaries, of course. And the boundaries that you don't want to have can dissipate. And, like, you're just working toward. It's the same thing as when you're not feeling great, right? We should pull a card. Okay, let's pull one. Okay. Also, I wanted to tell you about Aquarius in general. Tell me. It's definitely the energy of it is something that I think I've always, like, really loved. And really? I've had, like, the hardest time with it. Well, that's what I was going to say. I love hate it. Like, anybody <laughs> that I meet that's an Aquarius, I'm like, this is amazing. Because it always seems like something that I'm so close to, but, like, can't touch. Like, that energy of it mm-hmm. is, like, the kind of in-between of what energies I have. And it's, like, that grand finale of, like, if I could balance this all out, maybe I'd have, like, that static, like, spark. Um, but it's always, like kind of triggering too to me because it's uh-huh. so intangible compared yes. to who I am well it's like always shifting it feels like yeah yeah I totally agree there's something about it that's like still so magical to me but very magical it definitely right? triggers me <laughs> like it makes me feel something it makes different. me feel something different too I feel like I get like threatened by it if I yeah. were to be honest but that makes sense it just in, like, being a human person. It's, like, 
you can the thing probably that you want and crave and maybe need the most is also something that's really threatening to you like how people are naturally like jealous of someone that looks the way that they wish they looked or is dressed the way they wish or has something and you're like well fuck that person they think they're so cute (laughs) like but really you just you love them but you're attaching yourself to it and you're like I'm not like that and I wish I was and you know so it's kind of I think it's that kind of vibe where it's like almost like what the cards always do to me where I'm like oh I'm just gonna ignore this thing I should be doing and they're like no you're not you need to you need to work on this like you can't okay so let's ask what boundaries we should take down Okay, for each of us. Should we ask two? Like a good question. I, a good first question. Okay, I think we should ask what boundaries we need to put up and which ones we need to break down. Okay, great. Idea. Okay, I love it. Okay, love. <laughs> I've also been into tarot prompts lately because. Oh, I love it. I don't really know what to ask. <laughs> no, so, that's perfect. Okay. Oh, you had a, be- a beginner's mind. Yeah, that's my beginner's mind is having some prompts. That okay, I got well, from ready. the internet, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just some ideas of what to ask, and especially because I'm a beginner that's been showing it to other beginners, so I we're all that. just we're all learning. We're while all you shuffle those, I'll tell you I've done tarot readings in bars like two to three times. Yes, and I'm like that. like searching. Okay, so I'm fanning out the cards for her, and why don't you pick? Whichever one first. You can tell us. Okay. Whatever feels good. Highest and best. I want this one. Oh. For creating or getting rid of? Um. Did you already look? No, I didn't look. Um, <laughs> I just don't cheater. know how I want to flip it. No, I didn't look yeah, at it. just kidding. I think I want to do this one create and the next one get rid okay, of. Okay, so put okay. that one down. But how do I flip it? Whichever way it feels good. This Gosh, more cups. Cups, six of cups. I was just talking about this. It's weird. But this is the last podcast we were talking about six of cups. Oh, really? But I love them with those little flowers. I used to have So, this is what what you were making? What you. uh, Boundaries to put up. Yeah. To create. It was. We were talking about. Me and Carl were talking about the idea of this almost being like letting go of old nostalgia like boundaries against mm. nostalgia that doesn't serve you anymore mm. like an old boyfriend oh that's <laughs> so good like oh, for me so it was good. like i need to stop like glorifying like my marathon days and like overworking and like over oh that's one for me too yeah and like just like letting go this um, is like exactly what i was thinking that i needed to do today kind of i was like i just need to take an inventory of all the stuff I'm holding on to and maybe yeah. like set that boundary and be like all this stuff is uh-huh. <laughs> doesn't not sparking joy it's in the <laughs> donate pile <laughs> get okay, rid of it so what do we need to get rid of what boundaries to what get boundaries rid of to take down King of Wands. I love the King of Wands. So King of Wands is double fire. Mm. And he's all creativity. I 
feel like he's like burning shit down so you can be creative in like new ways that you thought you never could be. What's your relationship with creativity? Um, I'm naturally very creative. I love that you say that. I am. Why? Because <laughs> I, I feel like some people get like really um, feel like a fraud when they call themselves creative. Yeah, that's something I've worked through a long time. Yeah, ago. but like, like everybody's creative. Yeah, exactly. And when you're truly accepting the fact that you're creative, you realize that there's not really like a criteria for it. You just do whatever you want. Being creative is just picking something that you're interested in and having a lot of ideas that go with it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people coin creativity as something that's attached to like arts in a way that's kind of stereotypical like can you paint and make this huge like sculpture or whatever it is but it can you can be creative in anything totally yeah like even math maybe i don't know maybe something very like yeah so what is what do you feel like instinctually seeing the king of wands like is it asking you to be creative in a different way or is I think that are you limiting your creativity in some way? I am. I think that I haven't really had like the inspiration and the energy together at once to be like creative in a really free way. Um, I'm almost just creative when I have to be like it's a task like okay I have to make this thing like let me brainstorm. But I have been slowly, now that I think about it, doing more of just like stuff because, like making a craft just because, and painting just because I enjoy it and not really with a purpose for it. And that's been inching back into my life really slowly. Oh, I love that. And I think I've been letting go of the expectation yeah. of what you're making. Yeah, and I think that's also maybe like one of those things like you were talking about that's nostalgic for me because you're always like I used to create this and I used to make that and Mm -hmm. there was a time when I was so good at this and Mm -hmm. one of those things for me is photography which Mm -hmm. I really loved so much Mm -hmm. um, for a while and then I kind of just let it go completely and then like in the past two years I picked it up back up a little bit but I've been really inspired lately by it Ooh, so maybe that was, yeah. yeah. I've been trying to just. Like, He's also like a leader too. I think it, he also to me seems very like naturey. Mm-hmm. I don't know maybe if it's just the some, photo. like nature photography. Yeah, that's what I love the most. Ooh. <laughs> and I think also like nature really inspires me. I was always the kind of person that like as a kid would just like be out like barefoot in the mud. I'm still like that. Anyways, but I think nature has been something that's very connected to my intuition, even. Ooh, yeah, yeah. because he yeah. feels very intuitive. Yeah, and, like, it's that earth, freedom, and intuition mm-hmm. that I think I put into my creativity. Like, that's how I'm creative. Ooh, I love that. Like, You're, like, meeting in the middle with, like, the fire and the earth. Yeah, so... Did you say he he's he's double, double fire. fire? He's like he pure so fire. Earthy. He does. This is like an earthy death. But it is kind of but cool I mean, that it's, it's like about cool. burning shit down. And I was like, what boundary should yeah. I? Yeah. And I think just any boundary of my creativity 
and yeah. that I want to make. Like saying what you can't do or what you should Even like doing do. a podcast, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, does anybody yeah. care what I'm saying? Yes. But it doesn't matter. Like, I just think it's so fun. Yeah, totally. I'm like, yeah, I think I've definitely. So, this is something I find about the cards. Maybe it's just me being a Virgo and being like, I already knew that. But once I pull them, I realize that I've been inching towards whatever they're saying already. Oh, totally. I kind of feel yeah. like that all the time. Because it's just reflecting, like, what you're projecting. Yeah. So well, it's like That's how... what I feel about the tarot and, like, energy work and Reiki yeah. and everything as well. Or even, like, the pendulums uh-huh. that you can ask questions to. I think it's just the, your energy that you're putting into it. And yeah. like that's what I really believe. I mean, you're connected to everything, and I almost feel like it's always an inner knowing that is just like, waiting for you to recognize it. Yeah, yeah. And if I sat and maybe meditated for hours a day, or like had um, a more of a routine with that, which maybe I can explore also. But sometimes I don't, and I'm living just like a really basic, like normal person <laughs> life. Well, it's never normal, but you know. And then I need a little bit of help from, like, stuff like cards or my energy work or whatever it is to tell me what's really, like, deep down inside that I just am not tapped into. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let me see yours. I love that. Okay. This is so good. See, this is so much better when I do it with you. Yes. All right. It's so much fun to share it with other people. Oh, it is. Really is a good therapy session. It is. <laughs> it's the best therapy, people. Okay, we're shuffling the cards. We're shuffling again. Whatever feels good. I can't shuffle as nicely as you can. That's but. okay. Sloppy is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Right. It's beautiful. Thank Love you. It. So encouraging. Okay. So what do I what boundary do I need to put up? Yes. First. Ooh, nine of cups. I've been pulling that lately too. Cups. So many cups. So many cups. So this is like all about your dreams. Mm -hmm. So maybe like more like concrete. Not, like, discipline, but, like, structure to, like, really get me to whatever I'm, like, dreaming about big picture. So you should put up some boundaries and structure of... Yeah, maybe, like, not as much boundaries, more of, like, boundaries with, like, my time, maybe. Like, what am I allocating time to? Yeah. And being, like, more disciplined about, like, I don't know, but I feel like I do that pretty well. Maybe I need to, like, I don't really think, like, big picture, though. I don't. I feel like maybe you don't even purposely allocate your time. You just love to do all the things that you do. Mm-hmm. So you just make time for all of it. Yeah. But are you really planning it? And as you move more into, like, a business with things. what you want to be working yeah. with, it might need to definitely structure it so you don't feel, like, burnt out. And yes, you're confused. so smart. Because yeah. I will do, like, all of the Virginia things. the choir, girl. <laughs> I will do all of the things. Yeah, and you love them so much, but then yeah. after a while, you're going to need some Where structure. have I been? Yeah. Well, I know yeah. you're doing a lot of things 
for other people that are things that you enjoy, but I've just seen like me and people that I know want readings from you and they want your letters and your artwork and all of that. And when it goes from being just for you to, you know, managing it for on yeah. somebody else's time. I Ooh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Like, positive. Yeah, that's so exciting because it, it I just. I feel like it's growth. Yeah, it means you're like gonna grow so much that well. you're gonna need Ooh, to structure, structure it a <laughs> I need your help because you're a Virgo. Yeah, I like Virgos all about like structure and. What it, Virgos I've noticed for my own self are amazing at is like details. Other people's lives, mm. like I can yeah, organize you know, like this shit. Down, out of, yeah, <laughs> but when it's my stuff, I'm like, hey Nugget, I need a chair. Sure. Hey Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like it's always easier. Like, I'm very good at stuff like that, but, like, anyone can attest to, it's always easier to set than done, right? Yes. So, when somebody else needs help, I will get their whole life together. Uh-huh. And then I'll sit there like, oh, do I have to, like, plan this thing That's why Tara is so good, though. It, like, calls you on your own bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I know. I don't want... Hey. It's a long hate. It's the same way I feel about the Aquarius vibe. Okay. okay. What boundaries do you want to take down okay. or need to or whatever your inner self oh the emperor Ooh, so the intense. emperor is all about boundaries so i got him reversed oh my god look we both got cups and then a reversal wait did you know my second card was reversed too yeah okay dude that's like it's so synchronistic wow okay so what the is emperor like the is quality of boundaries. reversals in general is there anything I feel like sometimes it can be like a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Lindsay Mack says it's like a wild path in the woods rather than the marked trail. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it can be something you need to work on. You can like be invited to embody that quality. I feel like maybe that's what it's saying here. I don't know. I think this is maybe saying like past structures that I built up maybe that I need to take down what did you say he represents he represents structures and like self-worth so like Mm -hmm. I've noticed a lot about like the idea with like building things and creating things and like standing in your worth it's just all related to self-worth like just allowing yourself to have um to take up space and like not like shying away from it like stepping into creating more structures and taking up more space rather than being like oh no I'm too big Mm -hmm. like being scared of being too big which I feel like was definitely like a big theme in my life of being, like, scared of my own worth and scared of, like, not scared of it, but, like, not really tuning into it and really embodying it because when we embody it, then it's, like, we know what boundaries to take, right? Because we know what we're worthy of and we know what makes us feel good and what doesn't and, like, just by knowing yourself, then you can just take what actions will make you then... That's like kind shot. of what we talked about earlier. Exactly. You have your little toolbox of like what <laughs> yes. you can use and what you need in mm-hmm. trying times or maybe even like yeah. how you can make your good times better. Like 
I think he's ruled by Aries, too. Oh, really? Which is, like, fire sign. Yeah. So he's, like, Aries burning down. Aries is take-up space kind of vibe. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, burning down any feelings of, like, not feeling worthy of taking up this space and the structure. For my dreams. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, just not even remembering that those walls are even there like yeah just being uh-huh. like fully free to create from scratch and yeah I mean I'm sure that you like everyone have some boundaries that you put up that mm-hmm. are structures that worked for you for a while and yep. maybe you don't notice that they're still there yeah but you how are they yeah, they're ready to go. Well, especially with the taking up space, there are times in your life where you kind of can't, like, be too big because you're in a room with a lot of people. Like, if you have a job or school or something, when you're with a lot of people, you can't always be, like, the biggest person in the room and you can't be so creative and so, like, boisterous all the time. So you set up that structure, like, okay, only, like, talk a little bit. Yeah, like... You're not here to put on a show. At least I'm like that all the time because I get so excited that I'm like asking all the questions and doing everything and I have to sometimes be like, okay, like you're in a room full of people. You're not the only person here. I know you're excited as well, but. Oh my God, I need that. I feel like I don't have really any Aries energy except the emperor is my life card. definitely my Aries energy. So like this is. Oh really? Yeah. So this is like what I'm like always trying to master I think this is like a huge lesson in my life um I think it's just like taking up space and self-worth and Mm -hmm. being like deserving of the things I build and create which I think is awesome I think I'm working on it guys yeah I think you are it seems like it I think so so yeah I mean even this podcast I felt like it was like I needed to feel like I was worthy to even have a podcast like people would want to listen to me yeah so and you just decided fuck it I'm gonna do it because it's fun and I was like why not yeah I'm cute I'm cute (laughs) you are cute I got a cute voice yeah (laughs) I love just seeing so many people that are able to have a platform now even if they're not necessarily like super like famous to begin with or they're not like a doctor in this this and that they're just like a regular person who wanted to talk about something that they care about and I for a while I saw people kind of like I had this conversation with Morgan who just walked in actually where she's like who the fuck is this girl on Instagram who has all of these followers and has this podcast and has this and that and like she like just sounds like a regular normal person like I don't and I'm like I love that the most because it makes me feel like I can make a difference with just being myself yeah then you have so I think like in that way you don't need to be anybody else too it's like you can be exactly who you are and like build the life of your dreams yeah and like inspire people and Mm -hmm. there's always this like you need to know more and study more and do more and like oh my god, how long is it going to take for me to get enough information to be worthy of sharing Yes. Uh-huh. But that's, like, such bullshit. Like, I'm not smart enough. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm probably not. Like, I can always learn more. Right. But really, there are so many people but who inspire me. But there's somebody yeah. for you that might not know as much as you about whatever subject you're talking about, and then you can share it with them. And then that 
you know, it's like there there may always be, there always will be somebody who knows more, but then there's always somebody who doesn't know as much as you. Yeah. And it's like, just cater to those people. And it's all about right? that energy, too. Sometimes, like, just how inspired you are and the energy that you give off when you're doing something that you care about. Oh, my God, totally. It's so inspiring. Trick. Yeah, it Just, is. like, by doing what you love. It's like, not even everybody needs to, like, listen to my podcast. I feel like even when I'm just, like, saying, like, oh, I have a podcast. And it's like, if they wanted to start a podcast, then they might be like, oh, like, I kind of want to start one. Yeah. Or, I, like, I I've always wanted to start one, but I've always been like, yeah, you should. Cares? <laughs> why, why but it's, I, it's just so fun. It, it, and it's like, it gives you permission to do, like, whatever your thing is, like, your secret dream that, like, you really wanted to do, but you never felt, like, good enough mm-hmm. to, like, step into that. Yeah, yoga's really helped me a lot with that. Yeah. And it's... Tell me how. Tell our listeners. Well, hi guys. Um, being a yoga teacher, trying times. Well, it's just... It's very personal because people who teach yoga usually do it because they truly like love the experience of their practice and because it's been life-changing for them. It's not just like a fitness thing. So, which even that can be so life-changing and so personal as well. Like, anything can be. But I think sometimes with yoga, you attach it to, like, your whole your journey as a whole. And I think I needed, like, validation that I was going to be able to make people feel the way that yoga made me feel. Yeah. And I kind of had to let that go a long time ago and just teach whatever I think needs to be taught in the moment and not make it so complicated and not cling on to a certain kind of experience but just trust that with my intention and somebody else's intention of like working through their shit and being present in the moment they'll get what they need and my intention just to hold space for them versus to be like oh my god I want this to be life-changing for them like it was for me yeah and I think that's what you learn that's the biggest lesson I've learned in like any kind of healing modality or probably even with tarot you notice like it's an offering and it's yeah you have to invitation yeah an invitation and you have to let go of that part of you that wants any validation because it does not feel good to receive from someone who's doing it for validation yeah and it's like a natural thing that's like one of those structures that you don't notice that you built Mm -hmm. and well it has to come from the heart right you can tell when it's coming from like you feel like you should be doing something for love rather than just like this is who I really am and then people just naturally love you for doing that yeah yeah exactly yeah that's true we've all done it like it doesn't make you a bad person to know you know offer something that can be healing but seek validation because you're not sure if it's, you know, providing what it did for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a big part of, like, growing into that is letting that go and knowing that th- their experience is your gift to them. And you don't need to know if it went well or went poorly or what they got out of it. Like, you're oh, doing that's it that's so life. hard. I know. <laughs> I know. It's so hard in life to just, like... But it feels so much better when I, I like, so teach a class and I'm just like, well, fuck it. I did what I do. I right. did it with their highest good in mind and I don't care what they got out with everything. Like, that anxiety of, like, oh, my God, it, like, what if something went wrong? Like, 
I saw them make this face to them and they didn't like it and mm-hmm. like you can totally just like spiral when like maybe they just farted or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well the other day I had someone come up to me and she was like, Did you hate did you think I hated your class? And I was like, I don't know, did you? Because like I did something kind of different and I was like, I don't know if they liked it, but I did great at not being super attached to it. I was like, whatever, I tried what I wanted to try and that's it. And, like, turns out she actually liked it and she, like, thought she did enjoy it. And it's someone that I see a lot, so I wasn't, like, super attached to, like, oh, my God, she hated it. But I definitely had that idea and I know that, like, sooner in my journey it would have made a big difference for me if I did see someone, like, make a face or ask a question that made it seem like they weren't enjoying what they were doing. I would really hold on to that and allow that to change who I am or what I chose to do. Right, yeah, and, like, really standing in your truth instead yeah sometimes even like in teaching class you kind of have to stop and be like okay i know i want to teach this thing and like that person just made a face like should i change everything (laughs) i'm doing or do i just stick to it and like let and sometimes like you should kind of shift because you did something that doesn't work in their body yeah Yeah. and they kind of need an opportunity to move it's that flow it is it's like we can't be too attached to our plan but then it's um, that decision of, like, the structure. boundaries. Yes. Like, you get, you're standing in front of a wall, and you're like, okay, do I keep this here? Yeah. Or do it's I like the constant check-in. Well, that's yeah. why every, like, no matter what form of, like, I don't know, what form of meditation you practice, I use that term, like, loosely, whether it's, like, yoga or tarot, it's just, like, making sure that it's daily. So then it's, like, you're constantly being, like, constantly able to, like, clear out what isn't working. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, like, build up and get stagnant. I feel like we're constantly, like, burning through shit when we're, like, doing a constant practice. I think one thing that is helpful with that is, like, the intention of letting it go also. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I can be very, like, contemplative about whatever I notice in my self-study. And I'm like, okay all day thinking about like I got that card or like I notice this thing about myself and like do I need this boundary or don't I need it and it's just like think about it <laughs> let it go <laughs> yeah. move on and then sometimes it comes back to you like I was like two of swords the tower what's gonna happen <laughs> but I was like I don't know I need to clean my house like focus I am a focus like let it go yeah <laughs> and yeah. then like it came back to me perfect moment when we were talking so it's like things just like naturally sink into place yeah also like trusting that and we say this a lot in yoga that like whatever's on your mind or whatever you're thinking about or like if you're in shavasana and you like can't get over that grocery list and like you can't forget to get that milk on your way home or whatever it will come back to you when you need it like you just have to trust that if you forget something that's like your, that was a path of your life like you were meant to forget that shit because how many random things do we remember Mm-hmm. that end up coming back and being important like what you, you just know said. what's so funny is that i'm just thinking about this i feel like you are such a reflection of the emperor because you have that like aries energy inherently and i feel like super on great terms with the king of wands like he is like my tribal guide like i freaking love him and i just feel like we are reflecting back each other's like what each of us needs yeah which is so cool with boundaries 
Yeah, that is pretty cool. And it is kind of cool because it's almost like we merge boundaries and we merge energy. So uh-huh. sometimes it can be a good thing to like yeah. allow that energy uh-huh. to flow together. Yeah, and then like you create the appropriate boundary from that. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is it's a lot easier to do with people who are mindful of it. Yeah. And it's much more of a challenge to go out into the world to someone who does not self-reflect <laughs> and is just perpetually like upset um, and it is much harder it's much easier in an environment like this so that's you know the next well, challenge we practice yeah it's like how do you deal with the muggles muggles <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think we have to stop. Oh, this was so fun. This was fun. We should do this all the time. Yeah, let's just every podcast episode will be me talking to you. (laughs) I would love that. Um, Okay, so tell everyone where they can find you. Um, You can find me on Instagram at belladoesyoga underscore. Fabulous. And And if you're local, come check out her classes. They're yeah. the bonds to be friends. Yay! Yay. Are you coming to my class now? Hell yeah! I Let's am. go. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go do yoga. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Reach out to Isabella on Insta at Bella Does Yoga and check out some of her classes at Thrive. She is the bomb. And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could leave a rating interview, that would be fabulous. And it would be great karma. So something good would be coming your way in return. Um, and that's it, guys. I hope you guys have a great start to Pisces season. And if you want to connect with me on Instagram, I'm at Blind Love Tarot. You can shout out to me there. And that's it. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.